Huge mistake indeed. What the hell was that? JR, what was that? Oh, welcome in, everybody. Welcome to uh, a special Friday night edition. You are listening to Living Off the Land. What's up, everybody? Uh, this is Dan uh, coming to you live from our normal loft studios. Uh, I am Sans, Paul, Jordan, and Jimmy today. Uh, I just kind of felt like it, it was needed to come on here and uh, kind of vent. Uh, I've been stewing all day. Um, I got almost no work done at work today. Um, I haven't been able to focus on anything but thinking about the game last night and how ridiculous the last two minutes of regulation were. Don't even get me started on overtime because we never should have been in overtime. But... An absolute, honestly, a masterpiece by LeBron James wasted uh, because of questionable officiating. We'll get into that. Um, just dumbfounded plays by J.R. Smith. Just, I mean, just the one in particular, um, which could have been avoided by George Hill making a free throw. So, um, yeah, a lot to get into. Uh, we've also got, at the end of overtime... Uh, the scrum, the fight, the whatever uh, between uh, Tristan Thompson, Draymond Green, Steph Curry, LeBron James. Um, Tristan Thompson getting a ridiculous flagrant two uh, foul call because he hit uh, Sean Livingston on the arm um, as he went up for a shot with 10 seconds left. And it was just an immediate ejection from the referee, Tony Brothers. And I just, I, I really. Guys, I'm, I, I have no words. I really don't. I'm searching for words, explanation. I've been on social media all day today uh, debating, talking, agreeing with, disagreeing with uh, friends, uh, random people on Twitter, uh, just talking about this. And I still, it's now 6.23 on Friday, almost 24 hours after the game. I, I still don't know what the hell happened last night. Um, so we're going to get into everything um, that happened last night, uh, mainly just the end of the game. Uh, the, I was actually at the watch party last night. Um, co-worker of mine, Brian, uh, was able to uh, get me in uh, to a suite he was in, so that was really cool. Uh, awesome atmosphere to watch the game. We were going nuts uh, in the fourth quarter, especially when LeBron got that and one uh, to take uh, the lead late in the game, and then everything just went haywire. Um, let's just start with the charge, the block, the review, the whatever the hell that was last night. Um, I've been going back and forth on it, what my feelings are about it. Um, 
what the heck happened, how they were able to review that, why did they review that, uh, why did they change the call. Um, it's just, to me, it's absolutely ridiculous. So the play happens, and you have Kevin Durant coming down the lane, LeBron sliding into his path. And it was a bang-bang play. Honestly, on the court, it could have gone either way. And and quite frankly, if it would have been called a block on the floor and Durant would have gotten the two shots, I wouldn't have been that upset. But the fact that they arbitrarily went to replay on this, they called it a charge, obviously, if you were watching the game, you know. They called a charge, and... It, a timeout was called. You think, okay, awesome. We're celebrating. Uh, we're celebrating at the at the queue. The crowd's going nuts. Uh, we're playing uh, Seven Nation Army. Um, I don't remember what the heck the song's called. It's that song that everybody plays at the sporting event, whatever. So we're all celebrating. Next thing I know, I look, and the refs are at the scores table looking at the video monitor. I'm like, what is going on? And we can't really hear the announcers or anything like that, so I literally have no idea what's going on. Comes back, and uh, you see LeBron James just start asking for an explanation. I'm like, well, what is going on? Then you see Kevin Durant the following. I'm like, what is going on? So then we we, we start talking about it, and uh, people that I was with and, you know, everything and whatever, and it was just unbelievable. And then just to read about it today, to hear all the – pundits and the media talk about it um it's it's just crazy to hear uh why they went to replay so they went to replay because uh they couldn't they said that they wanted to check whether lebron was in the was in the restricted area that little half circle by the basket if you're standing on on inside of that or on top of that it's automatically a block it doesn't matter but LeBron was nowhere near it. He was at least two feet in front of it. There's no way that's the reason why they wanted to review it. Sorry for Champ uh, interrupting us. He's uh, whining at some kid or something outside. But anyway, it's unbelievable uh, to think that that's why they're reviewing it. And lo and behold, I you know was reading and was reading some uh, people's posts that uh, apparently if if they're reviewing uh, any play that has to do with uh, the restricted area, which is which you're allowed to review uh, within the next the last two minutes, apparently it's called what it's called a trigger for a replay. Um, apparently, there's a rule in the NBA that's been in the rule book for the last like five or so years that you can then look at all the other aspects of the play which is, to me, absolutely ridiculous. Ridiculous on the fact that this was a clear, subjective judgment call. This wasn't a black-and-white call. Did he step out of bounds? Did he, was his foot on the line? Um, you know, was the ball out of his hands before the clock went off? This was an interpretation of the way the rule is written as to what you believe to be a block or a charge. So essentially, it's the equivalent of the NFL uh, reviewing or replaying pass interference or holding. Now, the NFL doesn't do that because 
it's a sub, it's a judgment call based on the official, based on his interpretation of the rule. So they shouldn't be allowed to go back and review a judgment call. Once the call is made on the floor, that's what it is. And to go even further, like I said before, the play was bang, bang. So on the floor, you could have either called it a charge or a block. So even, even though it's a judgment call, even if it was obvious, you could make a call. But this wasn't obvious. You can't change. There's no, there's no uh, indisputable evidence that's saying that that was definitely a block. Because it was called a charge on the court. If it was definitely a block, okay. It wasn't definitively a block as interpreted by the rules. There's components that you could say, oh, uh, he was sliding into uh, his position uh, as Durant was going up for a shot. But in the NBA, you're allowed to move your feet. You, you don't have to be completely stationary. You just have to be in the path of the offensive player as he's going up. And I, I believe the way I looked at it, LeBron was in the path. Now, like I said, if they would have called it a block on the on the, I think it was bang bang. If they would have called it a block on the floor, and Durant would have gotten two shots, I probably wouldn't have uh, said anything. But this is just an absolutely ridiculous rule that LeBron James takes a charge. It's called on the court a charge. He takes a charge, and somehow Kevin Durant ends up shooting free throws. It's absolutely ridiculous. Whether you think it was originally a block or a charge or not, the fact that they're able to review a judgment call and overturn it is absolutely ridiculous and should be stricken from the rule book immediately. Stephen A. Smith, who I don't really subscribe to a lot of what he says, um, and he you know overhypes everything and sensationalizes everything, is like saying that they need to change that rule now, not wait till next year. And I, I do agree with that because I think it's absolutely ridiculous. So uh, that was, to me, the biggest just gaffe of the whole game. You know, we'll get to J.R. Smith and his ridiculousness. But, you know, another thing before that was there was a sequence of plays where LeBron James strips Kevin Durant clean of the ball, and it's immediately called a foul on, uh, on the Cavs, and Durant gets two free throws. That's four points. The, the, the charge that turned to block and the – clean strip of LeBron of Durant, them calling it a foul uh, for Golden State. That's four points that Golden State just gets. Ridiculous. And then uh, I think in a subsequent play after the LeBron clean strip, uh, LeBron's got the ball at the elbow. Uh, he's in the post. And I believe it was Kevin Kevon Looney um, kind of knifed in to, to double and kind of tried to strip the ball out of LeBron's hands. Clearly hacks him on the forearm. I mean, it's clear as day. You see it on the replay. And these refs are right there, and they don't see it. It's absolutely ridiculous. So, I, I just, for some people, you know, were saying that, uh, just to get back to the charge block thing, uh, something I forgot was some people were saying, you know, uh, it, it's a double foul, and they're bringing up the rules and stuff, and if it's a double foul, it's a jump ball. I mean, it wasn't a double foul. There's, I mean, you can't. It wasn't a block and a charge. It was one or the other. It was called a charge on the court. To me, it should have stayed that way. If it was called a block on the court, I think it should have stayed that way. So I'm not saying that like the Cavs got screwed. I'm just saying that it just adds to another level of the ridiculousness of the referees in that game. Um, 
and the way that they use the rules. That that that's that that is never and especially in an NBA finals game. The refs should strive to not determine the outcome of the game. And while I don't I, I still think the Cavs had chances, they definitely enabled um, themselves to be part of the outcome. And I just, I, I, I just, I, I don't know. I, it's unbelievable to me. Um, so we then get to, uh, we get past that, uh, I believe. So that play happens. If it stays a charge, the Cavs have the ball with 36 seconds left. They get the ball full shot clock. They're able to run a set. I, 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 I think that Golden State probably doesn't foul there. Um, I would think they play it out because they'll get over. T- if they if they get a stop and get the rebound, it's a two point game and they have over ten seconds left, so they don't really have an incentive to foul. But the Cavs could have essentially put the game away if they had the ball up to with thirty six seconds left. If they score. They go up four with like under 15 seconds left, and unless they completely crap down their leg, the game's over. So the game it was kind of the game was kind of taken out of their hands right there. So that that happens instead. Uh, Durant gets the two foul shots, makes them both. It's 104, 104. Um, Cavs come down, I think, make a shot to make it 106, 104. And then there's, what, 15 seconds left or so? And Steph Curry comes. He, get, he gets switched onto, by, uh, onto Kevin Love. Uh, bad matchup. Drives right by Love. Gets to the basket. Puts one in. And Love idiotically hacks him on the head. Like You weren't going to block the shot, Kev. Let's be honest. You weren't going to do it. At that point, when he gets you on his hip and he gets by you, you're up by two. He's taking the two. You don't want to give up a three in that situation. So you you just you just give up the basket. It's tied, and you have the ball with the final shot. There's no reason for him to try and extend himself to uh, alter that shot because he wasn't going to do it. It's Kevin Love. It's not LeBron. It's not even Tristan Thompson, um, who had a block on Curry uh, earlier in the game. So that was number whatever gaff that was. So Curry makes the foul shot. Uh, Cavs get the ball uh, with about 15 seconds left, and they they run an action to get LeBron on Steph Curry at the top uh, three point line. So you're thinking, okay, uh, this is good. You know the game's tied, so there's not too much pressure uh, on LeBron. He's just going to go free, and the way he's been at the way he's been at the end of games in this playoffs, I was feeling really good. Uh, but the way that uh, the Warriors are playing defense. They're always all, almost playing a zone with all five guys centered on LeBron. So George Hill is out on the wing, sees this, and he knifes into uh, knifes into the lane. And at the last second, instead of LeBron sees him, sees him open, fires a pass down to him, gets to him. But uh, at the last second, Clay Thompson sees it and sticks his arm out and fouls George Hill, so he didn't get a layup. Um, obviously, turned out to be a brilliant play by Clay Thompson. Um, so the Cavs are down one. George Hill's at the line and makes the first free throw, which is generally always the toughest one um, for a pressure situation is to make the make the first. So he makes the first. Uh, Cavs tie the game at 107. And uh, 
you know, we get ready for the second one. That's where the sound clip came in that I played. Um, he puts out the second one. It's short, which if you ever play basketball before, it's outside of airballing a free throw. The cardinal sin of shooting a free throw is leaving it short. If you're going to miss a free throw, miss it long. Um, because if you miss it short, you absolutely give it no chance of going in. If you miss it long, at least you could get a, a bounce off the back rim, bounce off the backboard, you know, something like that, and it could go in. But if you miss short of the rim, it's inexcusable. So he does that. And <laughs> unbelievably, J.R. Smith gets the offensive rebound over Kevin Durant, who's a half a foot taller than him. Um, and then J.R. just dribbles the ball out like he's trying to avoid getting fouled because he thinks we're up one. I, I just don't understand how you could be a professional basketball player making $15 million a year and not look up at the scoreboard to see what the, what the score and the time is on the clock. Like, how does JR get that rebound and run around trying not to get fouled? And how the refs didn't give the Cavs a timeout when LeBron's calling for one with, like, three seconds left is beyond me. That's another thing to, to talk about with the officials. LeBron clearly signals for timeout before he starts yelling at JR to throw him the ball. I, I love JR when he's making shots. He's so much fun. He's a, he's a decent defender for us. But, my gosh. I mean, that's unbelievable and unacceptable. And uh, obviously you guys see the memes and stuff uh, going around uh, the internet today with LeBron sticking his arms out and giving him that face. Like, what the hell are you doing? Um, that was everybody in the queue last night. I was beside myself. I could not. I sounded like, uh, uh, I don't even know. But it's unfreaking believable so uh, that happens, and we go to overtime. And uh, I mean, by then I was I was just as soon as Golden State scored first in overtime, I just assumed that uh, they had, they had they had the game won, and it was obvious they did. They went on a, like a seven zero run to start overtime. Um, they were always in control, but uh, I just it's unbelievable to me. So then we get to the end of overtime, and uh, we we had already started walking out of the arena, so I didn't see this live. Um, we heard some commotion as we were walking out, but I was just so upset by that time that I didn't want to even deal with what was going on. So apparently, uh, Sean Livingston had the ball. There was about 15 seconds left. They're dribbling the clock out. Um, I think it was Durant or somebody gives Sean Livingston the ball. And he dribbles up, and he goes to take a shot. And Tristan Thompson uh, goes to contest that shot. And he goes to uh, basically uh, hit him on the arm to uh, prevent him from making the shot. So, uh, you know, there's an, there's an unspoken rule in sports. Uh, Thompson alluded to it that, you know, when you're up by 10, uh, as the Warriors were, you don't or eight or ten, whatever they were up, up by at that time. Like, and there's 10, 15 seconds left. You know, even if the shot clock's going to run out before uh, the end of the game, you just stand there and hand the ball to the ref as the shot clock runs out. Uh, just to not rub it into the other team. 
But Sean Livingston said after the game that uh, he said that I wasn't about to take a turnover or something like that. Like, come get, come on, get over it. It's the finals. Who cares how many turnovers you have? If you get the win, you get the win. Um, so Tristan Thompson took exception to that and uh, called it Bush League, uh, called it some uh, bull blank uh, after the game. And uh, that uh, incited some... Uh, some distasteful uh, pushing and shoving and name-calling and Draymond Green being a freaking jackass, uh, clapping in Tristan Thompson's face, talking talking junk. Tristan had enough of it. He shoved the ball in his face. He pointed to the locker room saying, let's go, let's just go there right now, uh, see what you got. Draymond obviously wanted no part of Tristan uh, because Tristan would mess him up uh, because Draymond is a fake tough guy, as we all know. Uh, he's a front-running fake tough guy um, anytime something doesn't go his way he bitches and complain, uh, complains complains about everything and then when he makes one three in the entire game he jumps around and is waving his arms around like uh, he just won the, won the Super Bowl or something like that it's absolutely ridiculous how much of a front running idiot he is um, but yeah so it was really ridiculous to see that replay when I got home last night from the game. Um, I, I don't, I just, I hate this team so much. I hate Golden State so much. I can't stand them. I can't stand Draymond Green. I can't stand, stand Steph Curry. So even before that, Steph Curry goes up for some layup, uh, and LeBron blocks it, or they call goaltending. I don't remember. It's another time. It's It was right before that. And I was also walking out of the arena, but I saw the replay. And Steph Curry uh, mouths uh, something at LeBron, uh, saying, uh, you can't even let me get one or something like that. All joking and stuff because they won. So uh, they're all joking and smiling and laughing because they're giant a-holes and are front runners. And LeBron just shoves him and says, get the F out of my face. You can see it if you watch the replay. Like you can actually see LeBron mouthing those words. It's pretty clear. Um, but yeah, it's just unbelievable that the disdain for this team. I mean, it's it's when you face a team four years in a row in the playoffs. Obviously, you're you're gonna have uh, built-in hatred for them. But uh, this team is just insufferable. I can't stand it. Um, and I I think the main reason for me was winning last night. And I said this to a bunch of people was my only way I could see the Cavs winning the series. It was basically my path to victory for the Cavs in this series. Obviously, the Cavs are big underdogs, so and they don't have home field, home court advantage, so they need to get one on the road. I thought game one, with uh, Golden State having less rest than, than the Cavs did, uh, having a traumatic, uh, dramatic series, a seven-game series with the Rockets, <coughs> that... Uh, that it would be it would be prime for the Cavs to try and take if they played well and they did play well and they put themselves in a, in a situation to win at the end but all these ridiculous things that happened uh, just didn't go their way and it was really sad and it was part of the reason why I was so upset the way it ended last night because I do think that uh, winning last night and then winning the home games for the Cavs and winning the series in six is the only way that the Cavs can win. Uh, that obviously can't happen now, so uh, it's going to take another effort 
Sunday night uh, in Game 2 for the Cavs to have a chance to win. Um, hopefully they can prove me wrong they can do it. Um, I feel like the, the events at the end of the game uh, last night are either going to do one they're going to do one of two things either they're going to galvanize the team motivate them and they're just going to come out pissed off and uh, you know hair on fire and they're they're actually going to have a good chance to win or uh, they're going to come out in game two and the first or first or first couple calls don't go their way and then it's just going to get ugly um, the Cavs could get multiple technicals it could get somebody tossed um, just because they're obviously feel that the game was taken from them uh, last night and uh, I don't think they're going to stand for it in a second game so um, they could go one of two ways we'll see, we'll see what the officiating does if they try and balance it out uh, game two, uh, if LeBron could get a freaking call to go his way that'd be nice um, it would be really nice if Kevin Love could hit a three, see last, last night I actually thought Kevin Love played a really good game uh, but he just couldn't hit his threes. I think he was like one of eight from three. Uh, if he goes three of eight from three, the Cavs win the game in regulation by multiple possessions. But he wasn't able to hit his threes. But he went for 21 and 13 last night. Uh, I thought he was really good at uh, playing off the ball. Um, there, he was cutting really well. LeBron found him on a couple backdoor cuts for layups, which was nice. Um, he did some uh, nice uh, cutting off some action on the wing uh, to get some jump shots. Uh, that fell. Um, so I thought Kevin Love played well. Um, Larry Nance really played well for the Cavs. Uh, gave him a huge spark in the second quarter, which sparked their run to get an 11-point lead in the second quarter before they fumbled it away before halftime. But I thought Larry Nance was really good, and uh, we'll see what happens with Tristan Thompson. Uh, I guess he might get suspended for game two, so that means a lot more minutes for Larry Nance if that happens. Hopefully it doesn't. Um, we will see. So, um, Kevin Love will not be suspended for walking uh, onto the court during that scrum at the end of overtime. Uh, the NBA announced that. And another thing that's really interesting, uh, before we go, or before I, uh, uh end this, uh, uh, emergency episode of Living Off the Land, um, right before I came on, the NBA released, finally released a two-minute report for last night's game. Which, of course, they uh, defended the charge call or whatever, saying uh, by you know letter of the law they're able to review it and whatever. It's ridiculous. But um, they did say that uh, Draymond Green should have been called for uh, a lane violation, which would have given George Hill another chance to hit a free throw uh, to put us up one with five seconds left. So, I mean, day late, dollar short on that. Like, that doesn't, I mean, just because they say that doesn't mean that they're going to give us the win. Um, and George Hill would have had to uh, step up and knock down a free throw. So, uh, yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see on Sunday night. Um, I, I, I hope, like I said, I think it's going to go one of two ways. I think the Cavs will be galvanized by what happened at the end of the game. Uh, if they're mentally tough, uh, they'll be in it in game two or... Uh, they could crumble and get ran off the floor and be down uh, 0-2 heading back to Cleveland, which uh, happened against Boston, but we're not playing Boston this round. So winning four out of five against this Golden State team with the Cavs team that we have, I I don't think is possible. Um, we did it in 2016, but the Warriors didn't have Durant, and we had Kyrie. So um, the talent 
uh, discrepancy was a lot closer than it is now. So um, hopefully that hopefully we can pull it out, and then you know we're right back to uh, just win our home games and we're NBA champions. So hopefully that happens. But um, also one other thing that I need to get off my chest, and uh, I'm so sick and tired of people trying to crown Kevin Durant. Uh, as like the heir apparent to LeBron, or or he's as good as LeBron, or whatever. It's absolute bullcrap, and it was proven last night. Even though the Warriors won, because well, I just spent half an hour going through why and how ridiculous it is that they won last night. Uh, LeBron James utterly destroyed Kevin Durant last night. Uh, Durant was eight of twenty-two for twenty-six points, um, had five or six assists, had seven or eight rebounds. Um, he scored like uh, 10 of his points from the free throw line. So almost half of his points from the line. So, and LeBron had 51, 8 and 8, uh, was, was hitting his jump shot, um, played some decent defense. He got caught napping a couple times, but uh, it, they just. The gap between LeBron and everybody else, including Kevin Durant, is the size of Lake is the width of Lake Erie, the size of Lake Erie from Cleveland to Canada. Like it's it's ridiculous how much better LeBron is right now than everybody else. Um, so and LeBron was ten of fifteen from the floor when Kevin Durant was guarding him. So uh, let's wait to crown Kevin Durant before uh, you know LeBron is done saying what he's got to say in his career so um yeah i'm really starting to get worked up again so uh i'm going to uh go ahead and uh end it here uh hopefully you guys listen um check us out on social media uh on facebook and instagram at living off the land pod and on twitter at l-o-t-l podcast 216 um please let me know let us know what you think uh, give us some suggestions. Uh, none of us have done this before with this podcast. Uh, it's just something we're interested in. And uh, so we're really open to suggestions. Um, and uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to do this for every finals game, but this one I felt like I needed to because of how ridiculous and dramatic the end of the game was that I kind of needed to get my thoughts out there. Uh, but, yeah, let me know if you agree, disagree with me, um, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we'll just leave that there. And uh, go Cavs, whatever it takes. Hopefully they can get a win on Sunday, come back 1-1, and then uh, Cleveland will be on fire for games three and four. So uh, thanks for checking in and tuning in. Uh, Hit us up on iTunes and SoundCloud. Uh, Follow us on SoundCloud and subscribe to us on iTunes. Uh, Give us a nice rating there. And uh, uh, we will catch you guys uh, next week. Um, We'll be recording next Thursday night, and uh, we will release the episode on uh, Thursday night or Friday morning. And uh, uh, so you guys can uh, listen in then. So um, for Paul, Jordan, and Jimmy, who aren't here right now, it's just me. Uh, I'm Dan, and we are living off the land, and we will catch you guys later. Have a good weekend. See ya. Go Cavs. Bye.